On Tuesday, January 29th, the chairs of the Senate and Assembly Environmental Conservation Committees joined with the New York State Clean Water Coalition to lay out a clean water agenda. A main point was a $600 million investment in the Clean Water Infrastructure Act. Um, the act had been funded as $500 million annually since 2019, but Governor Hochul has proposed to cut funding by 50% down to $250 million in this year's budget. New York state agencies have estimated that the state will need to invest $80 billion to upgrade and maintain wastewater and drinking water infrastructure over the next 20 years. Uh, Assembly Environmental Conservation Chair Deborah Glick noted that in too many communities, we still have contaminants in drinking water and is vital to filter those out for New Yorkers' health. Additionally, we must move aggressively to remove lead service lines and protect our infrastructure, especially during flooding and storm surges. The Clean Water Coalition is also pushing for a comprehensive ban on the use of PFAS chemicals uh, in New York State and would also provide additional resources to allow more households to test private wells for harmful contaminants, uh, as well as resources to treat well water when harmful contaminants are detected and funds for homes to connect to a public water supply if available. We hear from a number of speakers, Adrian Esposito of the Assistance Campaign for the Environment, who is the moderator, Senator Pete Harkin, Chair of the Senate Environmental Committee, Assemblymember Salagis, Chair of the Black and Puerto Rican Caucus, and Robert Hayes of Environmental Advocates. My name is Adrian Esposito. I'm the Executive Director of Citizens Campaign for the Environment. Clean water is a necessity. It is not a luxury item. And we're here today to ask for the restoration of the clean water funding in the New York State budget. Clean water is a right for every New Yorker, and we can't do it without appropriate funding. We brought together today a unique coalition of wastewater treatment advocates, wastewater treatment operators, drinking water suppliers, and clean water advocates from one part of the state to another. The issue here today is about safe, clean, affordable drinking water for all New Yorkers. This is a time for us not to turn off the tap to clean water. Everything from treating for emerging contaminants to replacing lead pipes, replacing old and failing septic systems, upgrading the infrastructure that's crumbling and antiquated, causing sewage to go into our rivers and streams and lakes and estuaries. This is a necessity. So we're here to ask the Senate and Assembly members to put it in their budget and to persuade the governor for full funding of $600 million for clean water needs in New York State. We've made a lot of progress over the last several years. Uh, we're here today with the Senate Environmental Conservation Chair, Senator Pete Hawkham. We, we heard a lot about faucets and flow and drip. I was trying to think of a flush analogy. No, don't flush our future. There, there we go. This, this is an incredibly serious issue. Nothing is more important than drinking water. Nothing is more fundamental to our role in government, local, county, or state, or federal, than to ensure our residents have clean, potable, cost-effective drinking water. We have made progress. There was a five-year agreement of $500 million. Now, $500 million 
we all know was not enough. I could spend $500 million in my district tomorrow on these kinds of projects, but it was predictable. It was bankable. Our municipalities could count on it. And to cut it in half for two years in a row is, is mind-boggling. We are all scratching our heads, like, why this cut? Why now? This is one of the most successful programs that we have in New York State. There's broad bipartisan support for this. There is broad support from local governments, from county governments, state government. Why are we insisting on this cut now? Now is not the time. Let's back up and look macro for a little bit. Many parts of the nation are literally drying up, cannot supply enough drinking water for their residents, for their businesses, for agriculture. One of the things that will be New York's competitive advantage going into the future is our abundance of clean, fresh, potable drinking water. This is an economic opportunity, but unless we protect that resource, it is so much more cost-effective to protect our resources than to then have to remediate. But we do know there are issues now, and the better the science gets, the more we discover. Lead, PFAS, um, there are a whole other list of contaminants that I'm sure many of the activists here today will mention to you. Now is not the time to be cutting funding. I said this is an economic issue, it's an environmental issue, it's a public health issue, and it's an environmental justice issue. Who lives in the communities where they haven't had the resources to invest in their clean water infrastructure? Mostly are black and brown communities. So this is most definitely an environmental justice issue. Why are we cutting this funding now? This is a cut that will not stand. We are determined. You know, there are a lot of times in the budget we go back and forth and we'll compromise on certain things. This is not an issue we can compromise on. Not only do we want 500 million, we want 600 million. Assemblywoman Salages from Long Island. And if anybody knows about drinking water quality, filtration needs, upgrading sewer infrastructure needs, it's the folks on Long Island. Assemblywoman. Because everyone should have access to affordable water. And when we talk about a budget, you know, a, a multi-billion dollar budget, the last thing that we should be doing as a society, as a state, as an entity, is cutting water, cutting money for clean water infrastructure. And so this is a, a cut that needs to be immediately reversed. And then we also should show good faith by increasing the amount. Speaking as someone from Long Island, it's essential. It's really a lifeline that we have adequate clean water. And so we're sitting here, you know, on a barrier island. We are the brunt of the climate crisis. We are the brunt of the clean water fight. And so we plead from Long Island, please do not do this now. We've made many strides in making sure that people have access to infrastructure, have access to, to clean drinking water, protecting our aquifer. This is not what we should be doing as a state. So I know in the state assembly, we're gonna be pushing back against these cuts and making sure that we add more money and especially, um, you know, as someone who is chair of the Black, Hispanic, Puerto Rican, Asian Caucus, you know, from, from an individual that represents disadvantaged communities, we've always been at the brunt of the climate crisis. We've always been disadvantaged when it comes to the polluters and other entities. And so really from communities, black and brown communities, we say, please do not do this moving forward. This is not a smart budget maneuver. This is not a smart, you know, way to balance the budget. 
Uh, this is really just, you know, simply, you know, wrong. Just again, thank you for the coalition, and we're ready and prepared to fight. Uh, all the various needs for clean water. We're going to hear from Rob Hayes from Environmental Advocates. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Rob Hayes. I'm the director of Clean Water with Environmental Advocates New York. You've heard today how the state has made a historic investment in clean water since 2017. $5 billion has been put into this program, more than any other state in the nation is doing right now. And you might be wondering, what has the state been doing with that $5 billion? Where has it gone? What projects has it funded? Well, today, finally, we know the answer. As part of today's Clean Water Day of Action, Environmental Advocates has published a new report for the first time presenting a comprehensive analysis of how the state has spent Clean Water Infrastructure Act funds over the last seven years. And there's a couple of key takeaways from this report. Number one, the Clean Water Infrastructure Act has been phenomenally successful. It has put out over $3.4 billion, funding 2,100 projects in literally every county of this state. And a majority of that funding has benefited environmental justice communities. And that's, we're just getting started with that kind of success to date. Because every single year, there have been shovel-ready projects submitted for funding for Clean Water Infrastructure Act programs. But those projects didn't get the funding that they needed because there wasn't enough money to go around. Now that tells me we need to increase clean water funding, not decrease it. We're already not getting communities the resources that they need to protect clean water for their communities. That has to change, and we can change it in this budget by not cutting clean water funding, but instead by investing $600 million in the Clean Water Infrastructure Act. This has been Mark Dunley for Hudson Mohawk Magazine.